Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Half Hour of Power. I am Joe. Brandon is here. Yo, yo, Joe. What do you know? Hey, Brandon, this has been a long time coming. We've been preparing for this all year, have we not? I'm pretty excited yes, about this. Have. How about you, sir? I am thrilled because this is a massive undertaking. Oh, a massive undertaking for, you know, this Mary Shelley Frankenstein. And, and you, it's really hard to find movies that kind of match with the book. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, last October, we did Dracula all October, and we were primarily doing the movies that were telling the story of the book. Yes. And we didn't even do all of those, did we? There was a couple we didn't do. Yeah, there was a couple that we missed, yeah. That we were like, we'll get to those. And you know, in particular, I believe it was the Hungarian version we didn't get to. Uh, the and Turkish you, version. Oh, the Turk. You watched that one, right? Yes. Okay, I still haven't watched that one, and um, there was one more, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I think it was another foreign one. I can't remember which one it was, though. Yeah, so we were, we were, we'll go back through our list and find out. But we were had a lot of fun doing that. A lot of fun with that. Oh, yeah, so, I enjoyed it. You know, the next one we thought would be you know frankenstein because it's got a lot of movies also yeah a ton of movies and i'm not so sure that they tried to tell the book in as many as they tried in dracula from what i found how about you did you find something different mm, not not much i mean i found that um that a lot of uh, a lot of these movies that they always focus on the main thing, which of course is the monster, but it just they don't get to the the I guess I should say the the story of the mind of Victor Frankenstein. They they focus on him creating a monster and that's his passion to bring something to life, but they don't understand why. You know? So. Yeah. So I mean, you and I both went through the book. Before yep. starting, so I've read the book before, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I think this was my third time through the book. I think. Okay. It might have been my second time. Well, it's my first. How time. about you? Is this your first, first time? time? Yeah, it was my first time. Well, since I can't remember if I've done this book three times, I'll say this was my second time through, and uh, first time I read the book, and this time I did an audio book. I like the audio book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as we've discussed before, if you're doing a lot of driving, audio book is a really good option. It really is. It, it really, um, it sucks you in. And it, 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 it re reawaking, I think I'm saying that right, reawaking your imagination and you picturing, you know, how things are going. And, I got that. The real one, I was uh, reading Dracula or listening to it. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with uh, Mary Shirley Frankenstein. Yeah, so this one uh, is... Jeez, this is... Oh. This book... Oh, my gosh. What... Oh, no. Look what I've done. What is the year uh -oh. of the novel? 
I feel like I know this, but I'm going to be off by a year, so I'm going to look this up again. Uh, do you uh, remember the year the novel came out? I want to say it was 1863. Ouch. Really? I think. Now, I, know I know it was during Victorian, the Victorian era. Well, I, I know that's too late. I know that. Is it too late? Yeah, it is too late. So I've got the exact. My my. I was going to say 1816. Okay. Okay. But it actually was published in 1818. 1818. Yeah. Oh. Uh, 1863. 18, yeah. Pretty far. Yeah. That's what, I mean, <laughs> I would always remember that in my head that. Uh, Frankenstein book came out before the Dracula book. You know, and, I thought I thought it was the other way around, actually. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it's I mean it's weird to think about that. So I mean, this was uh, Mary Shelley, mm -hmm. of course, uh, married to Percy Biss Shelley, right? Uh, and we know the famous story about what how the novel was came about, right? You know that? You know that, right? You, yeah, you, I know you, that. Yeah. So, you know that uh, now. Yeah. If you didn't I know it before, know. you know it you know it now because we were looking all that up. So this was that yeah. night spent in the uh house, whatever you want to call it, mansion, villa, um Abbey, castle, Abbey. Uh, whatever whatever you want to call the house. <laughs> but it was a <laughs> it was a big house. So there was uh Mary Shelley, uh, Percy Bysshe Shelley, Lord Byron, and uh Dr. John Polidori, and they were Yes, they were telling some uh, ghost stories, and out of one of those, John Polidori wrote a vampire story. I don't believe he finished his. I do have a copy of that, and I read that when I was in college. Really? Yeah, I do. I do have that. It's it's in a collection of uh, short vampire stories that I have, um, oh, and. Cool. Uh, yeah, and uh, I don't think any, I don't remember, I, since I don't remember these, nothing must have came out of them. So nothing must have came out of uh, what Lord Byron were, was writing and uh, uh, what Percy was writing. Now, we are going to do this later on. We talked about, even though this isn't really a Frankenstein movie per se, but I just feel like we should do it, mm -hmm. is the movie Gothic. And yes. You recently watched that, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, so that stars. Uh, do you remember who's in that? That's got a great cast. Yes, it had, it, it it blew. My mind. Here's the messed up part. I I knew two of the yeah two of the two male actors. I knew who they were, and I was kind of blown back because yeah. I never seen them. Well, I seen them, but never realized that that was them. But they was young, and. Mm -hmm way way not like how they are today and acting like yeah. the one was in harry potter uh, i think he played yeah yeah so this one uh it had this one came out in 1986 yeah it was good this had um gabriel byrne played lord byron okay natasha good. richardson okay. played uh mary shelley and we haven't mentioned this yet Julian Sands played Percy. And as we know, Julian Sands recently passed away hiking. Yeah. That's that's very sad. Um yeah, it was. We, we miss Julian Sands. Um yeah. and Timothy Spall played um Dr. Polidori. 
He played that part really good. I'm not gonna Yeah. Oh yeah, and and we'll get more into it when we do the show. But that's directed by Ken Russell, who directed another movie that we're going to do that we've discussed doing. It's uh, based on a Bram Stoker book called Lair of the White Worm. Yes, I love that movie. Yeah, so he did that also. So I mean, I remember watching Gothic and like this is really, I really enjoyed the heck out of that. So we're gonna go more into the story of how the novel was written, how the novel came about, rather, uh, when we talk about that movie. Uh, but uh, So here we are. We're going to do the first one. Our first selection for this is, we're going far back, and I don't think we've done a movie this old before on the show. So this is, this is a first. For the yeah, half no, hour we haven't, hour. we haven't done a no, we first. Yeah, so uh, we talk about a lot of movies, a lot of different uh, time frames. We are going all the way back. We are digging really deep to 1910. 1910. So we have done Nosferatu on here, and that was 1922. That was the first movie version of Bram Stoker's novel. So here we are doing the first Frankenstein movie. The first filmed version of the novel. Um, now, we're going to play the game, even though Rotten Tomatoes has let us down here of late. We've, you know, we talked about that on the last show, how disgusting uh, they are. So now, let us see. What do you think the critic score for Frankenstein, the 1910 Frankenstein is? The 1910 Frankenstein... I don't think too many critics watched that movie. So, um, I'm going to give it a low score for a critic. So, I'm going to say 10. You would be wrong, sir. What? What'd they give it? They gave it nothing because Rotten Tomatoes is a dirty, disgusting website <laughs> that doesn't even have this movie on it. It is a foul, nasty, rotten website. So, I, uh, I've never certified Rotten Tomatoes as fresh, and now it will never be fresh. Because how do you not have Edison's Frankenstein on here? You know, you know, the it's people. the Frankenstein 1910 is not here. If it's on here, it's under a title I can't find. I've typed in Edison's Frankenstein. I've typed in Frankenstein 1910. I've put I'll put parentheses, no parentheses. What about I? Not on there. Not on there. Now, IMDb once again proves that it really actually is the Internet Movie Database, and Rotten Tomatoes is is a uh, disgusting novelty site, which was proven recently. I I have to keep (laughs) saying that because I still run into people who put, you know, Rotten Tomatoes, it has this score on Rotten Tomatoes, I better see it. That must mean it's good. So, you know, it's sidetracked. You know, I wonder how people feel now that they know that now and a lot of good movies that they missed out on. Uh, That's a good question. You know what? And this is a sad thing to say. I think the majority of people don't care. I mean, quite honestly, I think the majority of people don't care about Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) But there, there are those people. You are right. There are those people who do that. And maybe they're hurt. Maybe they're, they're ignoring that. But there is a score for Frankenstein on IMDb, so you know they have a uh, star rating up to 10, so you can guess that. 
Um, it being one of the first, I, I want to give it. I want to say they gave at least a, at least a five. At least. Wow! At least very good. Very good. It is a six point four. Whoa! And if I'm reading their number right, it's over four thousand rating. Dang. So. There you have it. Now, uh, with this movie, have you seen this before? No, I've seen it before. No. Yeah, have you seen it before we started talking about doing these oh, shows? Oh, no. No, I haven't. No. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know about... You, I didn't know. I, yeah, I have seen this before, before we were talking yeah. about those. I had seen it. And uh, because what, 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 I had read for... What? I was going to say, you was in film school, so. I did, yeah. And I mean, <laughs> really, I I am not kidding. I really will. Am inter- we say this on the show. Mm-hmm. I, I have always been interested in what was the first movie that did this and that. And where did that come from? And why do they do this in movie? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what built movies to what they are today? What is that foundation? And this is one of those. This This is... A foundation for the movies right here. This movie here is a foundation for horror movies. Yeah. I love horror movies. So I'm gonna watch all horror movies from all eras. Yeah. And I mean that's not something I say on this show. I do that. You've known me long enough to know I'm crazy enough to do that stuff. Oh yeah, most definitely. So Maybe on this show, and you know, and I said this before too. Maybe on this show, we're going to talk about this, and maybe somebody out there is going to go, "I didn't know anything about this 1910 Frankenstein." Maybe they only knew, maybe they only knew the the Universal 1931 Frankenstein, and maybe they're like, "Holy crap, there was another one." Well, I kind of want to see that. Maybe they'll go back and see that. That's what they're doing. The first. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what we're doing here. We're trying to open up. Hey, there's more out there, people. There's not just these movies. Thirty One Frankenstein is fantastic, and we're going to talk about that. Oh yeah, but look at look at everything else too. So, I thought for a long time that the Edison's Frankenstein, as I've always known it as, uh, was the first horror film. Well, recently, there. since we've been digging into more stuff, I found out that there is a George Malay movie. Yeah, that is considered the first horror film, and I sent that to you. That was 1896. Yep, that, which is what was that about three, four minutes long? Um, uh, yeah, no, now he, three, yeah, yeah, it, it's and it's real. it's just fascinating to me to see the early stuff like that. I mean, especially because George Millay really didn't make that stuff to scare people, he wasn't really trying to scare people, he was more trying to abuse. And you know, he was doing a lot of trick photography, um, he was a magician, yeah. Um, that's that's what he was doing, he's trying to you know fill people with a sense of awe and wonder and and uh to amuse. So, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't really care if people think this is the first horror film or that i mean that one what was that called the devil's castle yeah uh, the devil's house shame on me i can't remember the title right now it wasn't that it's, long ago it's, it's the devil's house. but i mean with george malay he kind of opened well if you look at majority of his of his movies there's only like 250 of them left it used to be 500 but yeah uh majority of them did was like 
more of a fantasy horror type thing that was going on. Um, and some people yeah. say yeah. he's like the father, I mean, the grandfather of side, um, I said side effects. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he is. He's definitely special effects. He is definitely one of the pioneers, founding fathers of special effects. Yeah, because, absolutely. I mean, I mean, that's you know, really I you you talked to you just said I I went to film school, mm-hmm. and I went that, that was like the early nineties, mid early nineties, and in film school, and I'm sure it's the same today. It might be a little bit different just because of the MCU. <laughs> back then I could throw a rock in a group of people and in anybody in that group it would hit that is the biggest Star Wars fan in the world yeah yeah it didn't matter I could throw a rock to my left and hit a group of people that's the biggest star I could turn to the right and throw a rock that's the biggest Star Wars fan in the world and that's one of the reasons I started getting irritated with Star Wars was because every single person I would run into, I'm the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. No, I'm the biggest Star Wars fan. And I'm the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. And then there was a couple of dudes who actually would go, they, they would die by this. Star Wars is the creation of special effects. No, I I was like, what about King Kong? I mean, you know, you just let's go to the obvious one. I was like, right. what about King Kong? Well, you know, I, I mean, and then they'd go back and go, I mean, realistic special effects and stuff like that. I'm like, what, what does that even mean? What is realistic special effects? It's a giant ape. Well, I mean, right there, realism is out the door, and, and they're just, you know, but, you know, that's yeah. guy. You know, there was a, there was a tangent we, we talked about. Maybe we'll do tangent. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> But if you and and there this does tie into the movie this tangent of course there is special effects in this movie this is 1910 you know and we're mm-hmm. talking about George Millay and that one was 1896 and he did special effects in this movie yes he did um, there isn't uh, you know there's not and even Star Wars didn't really have computer effects they used some computers to help them do things to make the movie but not like we think of today. Yeah, I, I got an argument but, with somebody um, about that because it was like 1973 Star Wars was the first to use CGI, and I was like, okay, but it was really, 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 really small, and it was only the, um, showing the, the diagram of. Wait, the Death wait, Star did Earth. you say they said Star Wars was 1973? Yeah, they did. Did they say that? Yeah, they did. Well, they're wrong because it didn't come out in 73. I know when it came out. Well, go tell them it came out not in 1973. Tell them that. I don't want to because I don't listen to the show. I didn't get schooled that you, way. You go tell them that. They're they're wrong. It's not that difficult nowadays to figure out when movies came out. <laughs> <laughs> How do you sit there and go, oh, it came out in 1973? No, it didn't come out in 1973. Well, they were telling me about the CGI special effects thing, and I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, you got Westworld. That had computer effects in it. That's that's what I was fighting with because we just did. Actually, that. it was just because we did that show for Westworld, and we were talking about that. Yeah, there you go, there you go. But but anyway, yeah. um, this what is this movie about? <laughs> we we, we didn't get there. So okay, so here here is the the plot synopsis here. 
the first film version of Frankenstein, the young doctor discovers a secret of life which he uses to create a perfect human. Things do not go according to plan. Basically the book. I mean, that little synopsis there. This was... Uh, um, six. It is 16 minutes long, rather. You can find this on uh, YouTube. Uh, multiple different... Uh, versions of it versions you but you can find it and you can watch it um i did find a pretty uh, decent version i'll i'll put a link in the uh, show notes for that um you watch the same one i watched the same version i watched is that I right the color version oh, i can't believe you did that you uh you uh, it, it was you the laugh. only one that was it was like very clear. Well, I'll send you the version I watched. It's not color. It's it might have not some, clear. It might have uh, some color tint to it, but it's a very good version. Well, I mean, it's a color tint. I mean, it wasn't like perfect, but I mean, it was, it was color a, tint. A, a sepia. It was what? Sepia tone. Sepia tone? Yeah, very golden type looking. No, this actually had actual color to it. Oh, then we didn't watch the same version. I'll have to send that to you uh, after we get done recording this, and then I will definitely put the the link to the version I watched in the show notes. This is a very good version. Uh, but yeah, 16 minutes long. Uh, well, well, Brandon, I guess the first thing is how well does this follow the book at 16 minutes? It don't. Yeah, so this one takes... <laughs> <laughs> so this one takes the main the main beats of the book and uh, by that I'm talking about Frankenstein leaves Frankenstein goes into seclusion creates the monster Frankenstein comes home the monster rampages a little bit and the movie ends right yeah so that that's about it. So this was directed. So this was the Edison company that did this. We've been calling it Edison's Frankenstein without any explanation well, as to why it. we call it that. So this was produced by Thomas Edison Studios. <laughs> well, they just said Edison's um, produced this, by Thomas Edison. Yeah, this was directed by J. Searle Dolly. He was a now, it says he was a pro prolific director, but he worked for Edison Studios. So Charles Ogle played the monster. Yes. And Augustus Phillips played Dr. Frankenstein, and Mary Fuller is the doctor's uh, fiance. His bride, yeah. So that was she even named in this version? Elizabeth? I don't think they, they probably even say her name in this version. Yeah, I don't think they say her name. So. Yeah, so yeah, very condensed version of uh, the story, but the basic, basic story is there. Very basic. The special effects. Now, this is like probably the best part of the movie for me. Uh, do you know what I'm getting at? The creation of the monster. Yeah, I like the. Remember that? Well, yeah. Do you like that? I loved it. It was. It well, that was, you is. Know, studying in films for a long time, you'll see special effects are just so amazing how they did it back then. Yeah, so this that was very very cool. Um, yeah. This one, the monster, the monster is created, 
not stitched together from body body parts. So it just kind of Frankenstein uses like these chemicals and these potions, right? Some type mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah, so yeah, according to what I found, the the scene, the creation scene, was made by filming a monster dummy burning and then playing the footage backwards. Yeah. Simple, yet yeah. very effective. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's like special effects one hundred and one, basically. Yeah, I mean it's very very effective, and I think it looks very cool. And it looks very gruesome. You'd say gruesome? Yeah, because when you start to see them uh, start to well, when you start to see them form up, you see the skeleton. Then you start seeing the skeleton arms start to move, and you see all this. Like mm-hmm. plant like good Johnny, you know? It was like, ugh. Like, <laughs> like can you imagine yeah. if you actually was creating something like that and watching it? I freak yeah. out too. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what happens uh in the movie after the monster is created? Does he just run off like he does in the book? No. Does, so, I mean, well what I mean, who runs off? I mean, does the doctor run off? Oh, I mean, See he the runs monster his... go. Oh, no. he runs to his room. <laughs> okay, so yeah, like he did in the book, he did. That is very true to the book. He he looks at the monster and he gets very upset about the way the monster looks, and he runs to his room and falls asleep. Yeah, and that's what he does in this movie. Yeah. Well, hey, that's true to the book. Yeah. Well, only problem. Well. That's true to the book, that part, that little bit. Yeah, because he did, because the monster did come into the room. Yep. Um, but that so... was really, really brief, though, but yeah. So what, What? Uh, I mean, the rest of it, what happens in the rest of it? You want to give a brief rundown of the rest of it? Yeah, so um, Frankenstein gets up, he goes back to, I want to say, uh, is it Geneva? I want to say Geneva. So he goes back to his, his he's going back home. You can, I should say that. He goes yeah. back home. And uh he sees his fiance, meets his father, and everybody's happy he's home. And then he's sitting in his study, um, and then the monster shows up. And he freaks out. But when you see it, and I like the camera effect on how they did it, because you focusing on the mirror more than you focusing on Frankenstein sitting in a chair. Hmm. And then you can see the monster, and Frankenstein sees a reflection, and he's like, oh! And I was like, dang. But uh, then he tried to hide the monster, throw the hide the monster behind like a screen or whatever, and because his fiance was coming in, and um, the monster seen her, and you know, of course, he comes out, and he's looking around. Frankenstein's telling him to leave. He needs to go, and um, after that, they go have, I think it was like a wedding, like a wedding party or something like that. And then he comes back home, and if I'm correct, then I might be wrong. But then Frankenstein comes home, and I guess he sees his reflection in the mirror, but he also sees the reflection of the monster in the mirror. Like, it was telling a tale, like, you are that monster. You are what you have created. And then it kind of, like, fades out. And it's over. That's it. That's only 15 minutes. I mean, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty uh pretty fascinating to watch this. It is. Is just the fact that I wonder if they had a longer time frame, how would it would have played out? I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what what happened. How far would have went? Because he didn't kill anybody in this. No, he didn't. Um, for a long time, this movie was thought to be lost. I heard, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, let me see where. Okay. So it says that, um, it was listed as missing for a long time. No copies were known to exist. There were some still photos of, uh, Mr. Ogle and the monster makeup. And then finally, a print turned up in Wisconsin in the mid seventies. Right. So now we have it. You um, know what? Now that you say that, I think it's the same thing that happened with George Millay. Uh, yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, that you're right. I think they found it like in Wisconsin or Wyoming or something like that. Yeah. Wow. So, what do you think? Uh, how do you think the monster looked? It was awesome. This movie, yeah. Yeah, it was a gruesome monster. I'd be terrified of it straight up. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think it looked really cool and it was really effective for what they were doing. Oh, yeah. With this. um, I mean, he's got... Man, I mean, he's almost, what, like a hunchback almost? Hunch, a little hunched over a bit? Yeah, he, he's like a... Well, yeah. He like a tall hunchback with beat, gigantic feet and long dangly arms and fingers. Yeah, he's uh you would not want to see that in a dark alley. Or uh, no, no, you would not catch me. I mean the only place you actually might see this is like on that people of Walmart website. That he might be on there. Well you know the you know the other <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you might wow. see one of those. <laughs> wow. But yeah, he's uh he's I think he's pretty scary looking, pretty effective looking. Uh and you know what? Another thing that uh you know, you, I know you and I try to remember this, but we need to say this out loud, I think, especially talking about a movie this old. Yeah. I think you need to stop and not compare this to what you're seeing today. I mean, do you, does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. It's like you look um, at that monster and you go, man, it looks. I think this monster looks good from this movie. Like, well, that that was done with today's technology. Well, you know, I'm looking at. Um, I had looked up uh, the the monster from Thomas Edison. Yeah. I had, they have a figure. They have a figure model for him. Yeah. And the way he looks now, when you can see it in full um, detail, dude, yeah. he looks ferociously crazy. Yeah. Yeah, with the hair and the face and his hands look kind of decayed and some skin is there. It looks pretty pretty gruesomely awesome to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so you would recommend this to people? I would. If you're a true horror fan, you know, you gotta go back in and look at what started, you know. It went from the books and from the books to the screen. So it's a good thing to look at. You Absolutely. Know, different so this time one is interpretations of it. Yeah, so this one, you know, the book came out in 
1818, we said, and it took uh, almost 100 years to get a movie made. <laughs> uh, that's not fair. There weren't movies didn't exist then. But... <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it wasn't. But, but I mean, uh... yeah, really, really what I think I mean to say is like, it's just kind of interesting that, uh, you know, two, two of the first two early horror movies are Frankenstein and Dracula. Because yeah. 10, 12 years later, there came Nosferatu. Yeah. And somebody, which we talked about also, had made a movie with the Dracula character's name in it before Nosferatu. Yeah. So it's like people were already like, they just knew somehow. They just knew these were going to be something. Yeah. I mean, the books was... was very famous back then and all of us heard those tales being kids during Halloween so you know it's good to see that somebody put them on screen absolutely so in terms of uh, the best version of you know like one of the things we're doing again is this this is not the best movie version no no telling the story of the novel but uh as far as the main beats, I mean, and like super high looking down beats, you know, of the movie, of the book, <laughs> it gets a lot of that stuff right, you know, just yeah. those things. Yeah. And, you know, I can't really say too much on it didn't follow the book all the way. I mean, it was only a 14 minute movie. So, you know, they just took bits and pieces that they think that will you know, do the shock and all to the audience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's why Absolutely. I, that's how I see it. That's how I see it. I, I, I agree. Um, well, I'm just really excited to get into the other movies also. I mean... Oh, yeah, this other movies is going to be a hoop. Yeah, I mean, we've got... <laughs> uh, of course, we got the universal ones we're going to do the at least we're going to do frankenstein and bride of frankenstein we're going to do those two because those you know you put those together and those try to tell the story of the book we're going to get through the hammer oh yeah the first hammer one the curse of frankenstein Um, Frankenstein. and then you know the other ones will just kind of make a surprise yeah 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 and i think i think the audience likes when we do surprises don't you guys yeah they like a little bit of surprise <laughs> but yeah it's it's um this is the the kickoff guys to the month of frankenstein that's right and uh wow so stay tuned uh we will be back with this uh do you have any final thoughts or was that was that it Your yeah no, I, got, I got one for you so hey guys if you like our show you know you guys watch us on youtube and you listen to us on Spotify. So please like, subscribe, click the notice. The notice I can't even say it. Click the bell. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. Click that. Follow us. Leave comments. And that's it. That's all I got. All right. We'll talk to you all next time. Later, guys.